In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, the parable of today starts with the often heard phrase, the kingdom of God is like such and such. Very clearly, the king is a metaphor for God. And the great debt is a debt due to sin that we fallen human beings are in the habit of piling up. The book of Proverbs tells us that even the just man falls seven times. So the debt due to our sins is some unimaginable amount. But just like the king, God had compassion on his debtors. Adam and Eve had nothing of value, not even by mortal human standards. They could not even begin to make amends to God for their transgression, the original sin. But God had compassion, he had pity on them. In fact, immediately he promised to mankind a representative that would make good the debt. In the third chapter of Genesis, God promised to put enmities between the devil and the offspring of Eve, that her offspring would crush the head of the devil. Mary, the new Eve, would give birth to a new Adam, Jesus, a savior who would be the head of a new race of men and women redeemed by his blood shed on the cross. God would become man and dip into his own treasury to make the debt good. Jesus Christ could do what no other man could do, for he was God, the Son of God, and all of his actions were of infinite value. In fact, the, because Jesus suffered, the fact that he suffered and died shows us that he was not just writing off a debt. He was doing so in extreme personal sacrifice. His agony, his passion was an indication of how serious sin is. We are insignificant in comparison with Jesus Christ. If he accepted crucifixion to pay for our sins, how much more would we imperfect beings have to suffer to pay the same debt? Of course, we cannot. But just imagine if the only way to expiate our sins would be to be crucified. A lot of people complain if they are told by the confessor in the confessional to say a rosary for their penance. Just imagine 
if the priest told us that we must be crucified. Your penance will be to be crucified. God's compassion was so great that he arranged to do that for us and so greater that he arranged also the merits of the crucifixion to be applied for sinners in the future. He established a priesthood that could renew the sacrifice of the cross in the unbloody sacrifice of the Mass. And priests who offer the sacrifice of Christ are also capable of forgiving the sins of human beings whose sins you forgive, they are forgiven them, Jesus said. Now, if we go back to the parable, we see that it did not end with the forgiveness of the debtor. A second man enters the story, one who owes the first debtor a small amount of money, a hundred pence, the gospel says, a few pieces of copper, quite likely. The second man repeats the entreaties of the first. Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. But this time, the result is different. The man's pleas inspire no compassion, but only a hard-nosed attempt to collect the debt immediately. Quite predictably, the king, who represents God in the parable, is disturbed with the first man. The parable would have us understand that God is angry with those of us who failed to imitate him. He gave his only son for our redemption to pay our debt, and we are petty in exacting demands from our debtors. From today's Mass, we must learn that sins are forgiven at a great price. Whenever we are tempted to sin, we should call to mind the image of our Lord suffering on the cross and resolve not to add even a little bit of those sufferings. Secondly, we must try to imitate God in his compassion, generously forgiving those who trespass against us so that God will forgive our trespasses against him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.